Well, hello, everyone. Good morning and welcome in to another episode of The Buddhist Biohacker. My name is Lisa Gunshore. I am your host and your mystic guide. And I am very excited because this is an impromptu show. So we decided to do this last week. And I am joined by Cheryl Cremines, the Colorado herbalist, and Michelle Snelling, the accidental aromatherapist. You guys both have like little fancy names, I guess. And I'm the Buddhist biohacker. So, yeah. <laughs> so welcome. Thank Hello. you for having us, Lisa. Oh my gosh. So we want to talk about focusing our energy. And do either of you want to jump in with like where why we even <laughs> Why do we even do this? And for everybody who's joining in the live, you can always comment and share questions or anything. I'd love to know anybody who's watching live if the full moon kept you up all night because it's looking like in the app that a lot of the community was up all night. I know I was up all night. So anyways, so who wants to dive in? <laughs> I wasn't up all night, but my husband did wake up early and I woke up when he woke up. So which isn't typical, but like 4.30 maybe. So not all night, but early for me. But I feel great. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was up at 12.30 and um, worked away for eight hours <laughs> this morning already. But um, I actually feel really good too. I feel really energized and, and motivated and inspired. And I think that's the weird thing about being creative um, is that you tend to work weird hours sometimes. What about you, Cheryl? I slept like I don't sleep well anyway, so it was normal. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm feeling the full moon, but that's the sleep was normal. But I'm definitely feeling the weird, not weird, but you know, the energy from it. Yeah, yeah. It's high I kind of like it. I'm going to pull up the Schumann. I'm telling everybody in the app to, if you're not in a Jatakasa already, get in there, but I'm letting everybody know to yeah. come join our live. Um, Carrie looks like she had visitors. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Carrie commented, it was like ancestor and soul pack night all night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, seriously. And I was just going to say that, like, you know, we're talking about focusing our energy tonight. And I do think that, you know, as creatives, we are purposely woken up sometimes in, in the middle of the night to work on things because we can really focus. There are no interruptions. It's just quiet. There's peace. There's like this peace that comes, you know. And um, we, when my kids were young, I used to love that. Like I would get up sometimes. I would like tell myself when I went to bed, like wake up at 2 a.m., to be up for like an hour or so, so that I could just enjoy that. Now that I have older kids, you know, I'd have to step till like 3 a.m. to, or, you know, get up. <laughs> I, I, our paths, it wouldn't work because they're up, you know, but um, so I think that that's really, you know, perfect for us talking about focusing our energy today, you know? Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Cause you know, this came up, I'm trying to remember why we decided to do this show. I think it came up because we were talking about how our energy gets scattered in all sorts of different projects and even different accounts. Like we have different business accounts and social media accounts. And so I think this is why we got started was yes. how do we focus our energy into what really matters and what even really does matter? Is that why? That's why we. Uh, yeah. And social media. Yeah. 
and how it yeah. goes out into the social media, the different social medias and where it kind of doesn't matter mm-hmm. where we're pushed out into these different platforms and we can be diluted out. So nobody's really seeing us and we're pushed out to where our energy is not reaching where we need it to go mm-hmm. because we're not meant to be there or um, it's kind of like instead of a strong, strong beam of energy, it's kind of little trickle because mm-hmm. it's not supposed to go there, but we're being pushed there because of society or we're, you know, people are saying, oh, you have to be there because everybody else is or something like that. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Well, and you know, I really want to like go off about this because I, I, as many of you know, I am like, okay, I'm not going to go on Instagram. So I haven't deleted my account, but I have like deleted the app off my device. So I don't, I don't have access to my Instagram, but you know, when we talk about like the mind and how are we get that monkey mind, right? We talk about it all the time in spiritual work and meditation and like clearing the monkey mind. But I had this thought about social media, you know, we spend so much mind energy trying to figure out how to get each platform to work on top of trying to decide even what platform, like there's multiple layers of that monkey mind, I think, rather than keeping it very simple. Like if you're an artist, Instagram's great. It's, it's four gallery posts and you post these beautiful gallery photos and, or a photographer, whatever you are, right? Like that's the point. And for me with my work and as a writer, you know, I'm making posts on Canva, I'm posting on Instagram, I'm trying to figure out how to do it cool. I want to have patterns, you know, you're posting all this content. And part of why I pulled back is because I really had to look at what my intention was. And at the end of the day, I want to be a writer. I love doing this show too. So I'd say like film production is something I want to do as well, which is why I'm on YouTube. But like as a writer, what do I really want people to do? Well, I want them to read my blog and I want them to buy my books, right? And so I think what I realized was my intention should really be laser focused on my mailing list and communicate and blog articles. And then I'm spending all this time writing all this content for social media when really that's my written content to go on my blog. And so I think this is how I got tangled up in the focusing my energy is because I spent like, I'm not kidding. I spent like eight hours like mapping out how I was going to do my Instagram. And while that's creative and fun, That was eight hours I should have spent doing something else. And I just realized, so what do you guys think? I mean, where are you at with all of this? Because I really, I definitely have had those moments where it's like, oh, should I, you know, not be there? But then I think, you know what? I have to stick to my guns. I'm going to stick to my guns on this. (laughs) Um, I'll say something if that's okay. Yeah, do Um, it. Jump in. Well, first of all, I think it's, I think as sensitives, empaths, you know, energetic sensors that we are, I think we already have a lot of information coming at us all the time. 
And then all of that just adds to it. So it just becomes more noise. It just becomes more things to distract us. And now I think maybe now more than ever, it's uber important that we are very aware of the noise level and how we're getting distracted. And, you know, we need to be focused and we need to make sure that we're on the path that we want to be on. So all that extraneous noise doesn't help. And then just what you were saying, Lisa, it's like it, there's so much time and energy spent on it. And with, you know, and I guess this is where you, everybody has to determine what the return is, but it's like, you know, you really have to look at it and honestly, and say, you know, for the amount of effort that I'm giving, what's my return, you know, what, and, and with the algorithms, and things, you know, you just never know. Like you, it's such a crapshoot anymore about who's gonna see it, you know, and it's just, it's just frustrating. It, it, it's a big source of frustration in a lot of ways. And so I think that um, we have to get clear. And then once you're honest and get clear about it, which of these are in alignment, first of all, which are giving you you know, return, honest return for your effort, then there, the fear comes in, I think. And then it's like, well, you know, whether it's FOMO, fear of missing out or just, but this is a potential way that people can find me or, you know, that I can reach them. But then you have to address that. That's that shadow work. You know what I mean? So I think it's, I think it's really, it's a tricky thing, but I think it's a, it's a conversation we all have to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also there's a lot of people not necessarily in our sphere of the spiritual work and all of that, who will tell you that you have to be on social media if you want your business to succeed, if you want to succeed in it. And they really, I mean, they have a whole, there's a whole business aimed at that for the small business people. Um, and I've had friends tell me, well, you have to be on social media because how are you going to get clients and this and that? And then you have, you get in your head that, oh my God, I have to post on all these different platforms to get these people. And then you get caught up in that and you get scared that you're not going to succeed if you're not doing all of this. And part of the problem is those social media platforms are making money off of you. So they perpetuate that thought process also. And from my experience, I've gotten nothing off of trying on Facebook or um, Instagram or anything for my business. Um, but I do know there are people who do. So you, mm -hmm. like you said, you have to really look at how you are doing it and what's working for you and what your intention is. You are not, your business is not going to live or die based on social media. It's just yeah. not. Um, they just want you to believe that because Facebook is going to make money off of you, whether your business lives or dies on it or not. They're going to make money off of you being there. and. Um, people are making money off of you 
buying their products on how to be on there <laughs> too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah, they're trying to convince you you have to be on there. You have to, and then you're buying their products, and then you're the and it perpetuates. So it's it you get caught up in it. So you really do have to sit back and think about um, what do I want, what's healthy for me, and what is my intention going out? Like, what do I want to project out also to the people I want to reach? And um, a lot of times because of the algorithms, you're not reaching those people anyway. So I am on Instagram. I don't do a lot of, I don't do a lot on Instagram. <laughs> I just enjoy it. Um, Cause I like the pictures and I like the colors and I'm, Ooh, and I like the funny stuff. And I like this. And um, so, um, but I'm not doing, I'm not, on there to promote my business. I'm on there to promote positivity, basically. So I repost other people's positive stuff mm -hmm. or repost other people's good ideas. That's kind of how I do it. I know that's kind of weird when I'm when I have a business or I have a thing that I'm promoting somebody else's stuff. But for me, it's all about the the greater good too. And helping yeah. somebody else find a good spot and a positive spot. And that's why I like Instagram. I go there and I enjoy it. So I hope to have somebody else laugh or somebody else say, oh, that made sense or, you know, something like that. But yeah, you just have to really know kind of what you want and not get caught up in somebody else's idea of what that is. Yeah. Well, yeah, that went on for a long time. <laughs> Sorry. It ties right into the topic of focusing your energy. Cause like you said, yeah. you're, you have a focused intention with what you're doing with that social media platform. And I think, you know, we're kind of harping on social media, but I think it's with anything you're doing with your, yeah. your work is like, you know, I'm the queen of like doing 16 different things at once. And so it's about, well, what is really my focus? And does my focus align with what I love? Because when we do something we love, we have energy and vitality. When we don't, we have none. And then we can't focus it either. And then we wonder why we're exhausted because our energy is scattered everywhere and to all these places we don't want it to be, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because just because you can do a lot of things doesn't mean that you need to or that you should or that it's in your highest good. And that's really where, like back, you know, just to comment about what Cheryl was saying, we've allowed the narrative about social media to override our intuition in a lot of ways. And as you know, that's our job is to be connected to our intuition and, and to know what's in our highest good, not because somebody tells us, but because we know it. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's really important. And I think if we remember that, and just like you said, Lisa, you know, what are we, what are we spending our energy on? You know, because I, I had to really do, I've been doing this. I'm in the process of doing this, refocusing with my whole work, what I do, the parts that I love, the parts that I don't, you know, getting really honest about that, first of all, because, and there's fear with that because you're like, well, if I, I love this, but I don't love this, but people love this. So if I'm not offering this, yeah. then am I going to, you know, like 
hurt myself in some way, but that's the point of this. That's, you know, like you sharing things, Cheryl, on Instagram from other people. I don't see that as hurting your business. I see that as bringing abundance to the yeah. collective, which can only help us, right? So I don't know. And but that's like, it's kind of like I was seeing this. I'm going through kind of the same thing or I've been with, um, you see kind of like all these different, and I'll use the word chords because we think of energetic chords, going out to the different things you do, the different ideas you have or projects or tasks you're doing. And you're like, I can't do all this. I just cannot. I've got too much going on. And you look at it and you're like, I have to bring it back in. I have to bring this the energy fingers back in. And um, you're like, what, what, you know, something's got to go. And when you think of it as this coming back into the two or three or four, um, you look at it like what I love, what is, um, what's my purpose? Like, what is really the point of this, of me doing this and really sit with it? And, and am I doing it because, am I doing it just for the money? I don't like it or, but I really think it's going to make me money. Well, your energy is really going to not thrive. Like you're really good. It's going to bring you down. It's like a job you go to nine to five for the money, not a job you have to, to survive, but one you're just doing it just for the money. So there's a difference there. Just know that <laughs> um, it's eventually going to bring you down and you're going to get sick, physically sick, probably. It's kind of like that. So if your energy is scattered or if it's going to something that is not for your greater, the greater purpose or your higher purpose, it's eventually going to make you sick physically or emotionally. And you really got to sit with it. I mean, and you got to bring all those fingers, all those cords back in and be like, I was sitting there thinking, so I want to do this and I want to do this. And I feel like I should do this. And I was like, but they don't make sense. Like the, the way I was going, I was like, but they don't really connect. And what came to me was, this is a personal thing. It was the phrase that came to me was two paths, one, two paths to the same thing, basically. Mm. It was two paths to healing. So it was the things didn't connect in my head. Like they seem so different, but they both lead to healing for people mm. in different ways. And I was like, oh, so I'm okay to put my energy in these two separate things that in my head didn't make sense because they two paths to the same thing. And um, my point of that was you got to really look at where it's going out, what it's doing, what the intention is and the purpose is, and then and be ready to let it go, mm. you know, because um, it's hard. But if you don't do it, it will eventually make you sick. And I know that from experience. It will yeah. physically make you sick. <laughs> yeah. We all have our badges yeah. of honor in this group. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally have, I am at the same company, but this, the position I was in at that company literally almost killed me. So 
you got to be willing to let it go. Yeah. And um, I think it's important also because we're talking about work here a lot, right? And and like, but we've got to we've got to be clear about where our energy goes just in life in general. Because yeah. I, I work with a lot of clients and I see this in myself. I mean, it's not like I'm immune. I'm human. <laughs> but I I hear people will will talk about what their goal is for their life or what they want, right? What like the essence or whatever. And they'll say, I want peace or I want simplicity. And then they're doing everything that's the opposite of simplicity or peace. <laughs> and then they're wondering why it's not working. And it's just what you were saying, Cheryl, all those chords. And you've yeah. got all that stuff and you're putting all this energy into things that are the opposite of simple or whatever, you know, I'm just using those as an examples, but you know, and I, I have to do that every once in a while when I start feeling like, Oh, you know, like with, with where I'm at right now with, with these physical things that I'm going through, it's like my priority has to be my healing, but it's very easy for me because of old patterns I've been in of caregiver and helper and whatever you want to call it to like put myself last. Right. And then it two or two days can go by and I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't really done anything for myself in two days. Like, how is this? Right. But happens because overgiving, you know, we can be in that pattern and, and that's overgiving in anything, our energy, our time, our focus, it always equals under receiving. There's no option but that, always. So, yeah, there's that um, that it's not a story example, um, you know, in of the oxygen mask. Put your oxygen mask on first before you help somebody else. Yep. You always got to take care of yourself first because if you're sick or in bed or dead, you can't help anybody else. You can't help your children. You can't help your spouse or significant other. You can't walk the dogs. You can't help and you can't do it if you have not taken the time for yourself. If you haven't got enough sleep, if you haven't eaten, if you haven't gone kickboxing, if you're mad or something, you know what I mean? You just can't help somebody else. So you got to do it first. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, when you're looking at all the energy things, make sure this one's taken care of first. Mm hmm. You ladies are so wise and it's all so true. I mean, I love the, the discussion of the energy cords and where they're going. And, you know, what had come up for me, there's this Tao Oracle deck that I used to have. I'm going to have to get it again because I keep thinking about it. You know how that goes. But it was really beautiful. And it had this one particular card where this water was going all over the ground. And, and the description of the card was, you know, when you pour water onto the earth and it scatters, it dissipates into the earth and it's gone. Yeah. But when you look at a, 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 the water going in a steady flow, focus flow becomes this mighty river. And that really yeah. has, um, come up for me over and over again in the last month is, you know, am I really bringing my energy into a single focus or am I focusing in different areas? And this goes back to like old school 
the secret and the law of attraction is, you know, or even in a, a magical ritual, right? If you're trying to manifest something, if you're manifesting 15 things, you're, it's not going to happen, right? right? And so I think for me, that's really where my focus has been. And I think all three of us are in the same boat. And I think a lot of our community is in the same boat. And I can see that from even the comments here. So welcome in everybody. Yeah, thank um, you for all being We're all in the same boat where we're refining, right? We're refining our businesses, our practices, our spiritual work, we're refining who we are, we're refining our talents, we're refining our websites, we're refining our social media, we're refining our link trees, whatever we're doing, we're refining it. And I think in that refinement, it's like, oh, I need a single pointed focus. And I love what you brought up, Cheryl, about how both paths, both things you're doing are leading to healing, because that's, really what came to me with my own work was all of the work that I do is for this one mission, right? It's mm -hmm. to generate compassion and nonviolence. It is to support awakening and healing, you know? And so with that single pointed focus, it's like, well, how can I really, what is it I'm really trying to do with my work and yeah. who am I trying to reach? And for me, in all of the years of doing this business, and I don't know about you guys, and spiritual work is different probably from other businesses. And I know there are businesses that are social businesses and they need to be on social media and all those things. So I'm not yeah. gonna bash or harp on that, but I'm just gonna share directly my own experiences. It's all word of mouth. Yeah, all amen. The, all the great clients I've had, all the business I had, all of you watching here on YouTube, it's word of mouth right? You've heard about the channel from somebody, you heard about me from somebody, right? It's all word of mouth. And so I really going back to that, like, who are my clients? Who is my community? We have this incredible community. And so I'm really diving into this focus of I really want to just invest in my community, because it's my community that gives back to me, if I give to them. It, it's not often that I, any ad I've ever paid for doesn't do anything, you know? And it goes back to what we're doing because the work we're doing is personal touch, you know? It's a personal connection and it's, it's you have to get deep in less than an hour. And, um, and you know, everybody's different. Again, somebody may be an artist or whatever, I, you know, I'm doing this film work. And so my YouTube channel is a great place to share um, the film and the documentaries and things that I'm working on. But the point is that water, you know, bringing it into this streamlined focus where you're really focusing. And I think that's true for your personal work as well. You know, it's like, I have four kids, like, you know, what am I going to focus on today? You know, it's like, and last week, you know, yes, I, you know, did work while they were at school, but my focus when they were here was like them. And that was it. It was a single point of focus. It's like, I'm going to get them to their activities. I'm going to spend time with them. I'm going to make sure that I'm there because I have been working too much and they've called me on it. <laughs> and so I think it's important to think about, you know, if you put lots of tentacles out there, it, it has nowhere near the force of energy that that focused light of energy has. And I love what Claire's saying, um, self-care 
is a responsibility we must accept as divine beings and healers. Um, we have to truly take for ourselves, our body, mind, and spirit. Really, that's that's uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I've I've had a wake up call in the last several years because, and I mean. I know I have a lot of patterns that I've had to work on personally, like with being the caregiver or the overgiver, you know, to feeling like I need to be available to everyone all the time, right? Like setting a boundary for my work has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life because it it's just doesn't it's doesn't feel natural to how I've been living, but it feels so incredible once I've done it. But um you know, the thing that is so interesting to me is we've got to really like choose one thing. Like let's take our personal selves with, with either personal work, whatever. We've got to choose one thing that we want to work on. But what we tend to do is choose like 15. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, let's do all the things. And then that's where that dissipated energy comes in. Like we don't, we can't, that doesn't work. So you choose one thing that you want to work on, you know, one thing it's like, you know, when I, when I started this healing journey, I knew like I, I had, I was going all over the city, all over everywhere, looking for somebody to help me. And then it's like, and I was exhausted. And so it's like, I had to rein all that in and go, what do you really want to do? What, what's your focus going to be? And it was the anti-inflammatory diet. That's where I had to start. Like I was doing it, but it wasn't as my inner, it wasn't as powerful because my energy wasn't focused. You know what I mean? And so like I chose two things that I would allow, you know what I mean? And then, and that has helped so much, but we tend to just go, I'm going to do it all instead of just going the one thing or the two things. That's how we enact great change, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, that's awesome. You say that because when I was going through the mold issues and had all those neurological symptoms, I did the same thing. And all of a sudden I was sitting in my kitchen and it's like I was cooking Chinese herbs and I was taking all these supplements from the, you know, this. And then I had my Ayurveda spices and all these different things. And I realized that I hadn't, I was using all these modalities and I wasn't committing to a process of healing. And I came to the same conclusion. It was like, okay, I need to clear all this stuff out of the way. And I need to just take care of myself with my diet first and see where that leads me. And ultimately that led me into Ayurveda. Um, and, you know, but it's real easy to get to spit when you're spinning out to all of a sudden do 15 different things. Same with your business, right? Like yeah. if you're stressed about money, it's easy to try 15 different things. Um, because you're freaked out instead of just saying, listen, I'm going to win at this one thing. <laughs> and so give all my energy, all my focus to this one path. And right now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And see where it goes. And I think that that, you know, like, I think to be successful, this is what I'm learning. You know, I'm, it's process, right? I am, I'm not done, but, um, I think to be successful in life, that is what it is. It's the day-to-day -day and it's the small things. So it doesn't matter if that's your business, your physical health, your spiritual health, a relationship, whatever it is. You've got to give it the time and attention it needs. And that requires focus. Mm -hmm. so. right.
That's right. And things, and also it, um, things don't happen or change overnight. Um, there, most people, I don't think anybody literally became famous overnight. You hear them and everybody's like, oh, overnight sensation, but they've been doing it for like 20 years. You just didn't hear of them. <laughs> yes. And if you're trying to change your health, well, you've had 30, 40, 50 years of you being alive that you're trying to change, you know, so it, it's going to take a while. So yeah. you got to focus it. And, and be, be committed. Busy. Yeah. And be committed. Yes. I mean, I had the I had the most beautiful compliment from Colette Baron reed last year. We were having a conversation and, and I was telling her that I was taking my in-person grown-up timeouts virtual. And she was saying, you know, this is amazing. I'm proud of you. And you're doing it the right way because, you know, she knows how long I've been at this. And she's right. like, you haven't expected overnight anything. You've just been doing it and continue to do it and committed to it. She's like, people nowadays want success immediately. And if it doesn't come, they give up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Like with anything, yeah. I mean, you know, and, um, it, we, you have to be committed. You just do it. You just, yeah. you know, and put the time and the effort and the focus. Cause I know like when my, I can tell in life when my energy is all scattywampus or whatever you want to call it, when it's going too many different directions, there isn't one part of my life that feels right. Mm -hmm. Like my relationship, maybe I don't feel as connected to my husband or I'm not having the conversations with my kids you know, I'm not, the business isn't coming in like it normally, you know, I mean, you can tell, we can all tell if we take a minute to just stop and really get clear. Yeah. And, and actually for me, I, I just went through this where um, I could not focus. Like I had a whole, not a whole bunch, but I had stuff I needed to do and I could not do it. I literally could not. It was, it was the weirdest thing because I could sit down and I was it had squirrel, you know, squirrel. And I was <laughs> managing to do a whole lot of other stuff, but not what I needed to do because I wasn't focusing my energy properly. And then also with me physically, because I also have physical issues. Surprise. Um I physically get exhausted. Um, it's a, it's not exhausted. Like you haven't slept enough. It's a, it's a whole nother thing. And that happens. And so when my energy is scattered in other ways, my body basically shuts down and I cannot function. I cannot, I, I sleep a lot and I, um, basically I can't think straight either. So for me, it started off with not being able to focus. And then all of a sudden my body was like, well, we're not able to do anything. And for about two and a half days, I literally could not function. So yeah. So listen to yourself and, and um, realize what's going on so you can pay attention to it and bring it back in too, before it gets worse, I guess is a way of saying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why mind mindfulness is so important because 
you have to check in with yourself. And I do the same thing, Cheryl, like, you know, for me, I gain weight. Like that's what happens. I start to like bloat and gain weight. And because I'm not moving my body, I'm not moving my energy. And, um, and you know, I let it go too far in the last six months with all the work I was doing. And it was purposeful work. But when I stopped to do that pulse check and become mindful, it was like, oh, I've spread myself too thin and I've taken too much on. And when I take too much on, it physically manifests in my body as I've taken too much on <laughs> physically. Literally. Exact same thing. Yeah. Um, and then I have to go through the process of unwinding. And what fascinates me about that is the exercise because it the exercise is literally shaking and moving energy out of the body. That's what it is. And so there's this real need for me to do that. And I'm recognizing now more than ever, I just kind of had this aha moment for myself in the last couple of weeks, which is I take on a lot of energy from people, from the planet, from the work that I do, and I have got to move it out. Like, even if I want to sit all day, I just can't. And so I'm really starting to understand, like, and embrace this different way of, of living and being active. And it's not that I'm not, like, I don't, it's not that I don't exercise or whatever, but the point is, I'm, I'm Vata Kappa and the Vata is like on, meaning Vata is very like high energy, people who usually are running marathons and things like that. And the Kappa always gets me <clears throat> where I don't want to do any of that because <laughs> the Kappa wants to lay around. Um, and I'm really starting to see things differently in the last couple of weeks of like, no, I actually need to physically move and get this out of my body. Like it, this energy isn't even mine. So there's this idea of when we talk about focusing your energy, I think it's also about understanding what energy you need to bring in, what energy to clear out and doing that in a focused way too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. And, you know, like I, I said earlier, we're sensitives, we're empaths, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, it's like one thing that I've really had to, I've known it on some level, but for myself, I've really had to like have the conversation with myself about just what a conduit I am or, you know, a receiver um, of energy of all sorts. I've known I'm an I'm a conduit for people. I've known that because, you know, talk to the dead people and, you know, I, I take on energy from other people, but it's not just that it's like, it's the vibrations, the frequencies everywhere. Um, you know, like I feel different when I go into an electronic store than I do if I go into a grocery store, you know what I mean? It's like, and, and those are things that we have to be aware of. We have to know ourselves and what affects us. And then just what you were saying, Lisa, how do we get rid of this? You know, how do we, how do we move that energy? And it is so important, you know, and these things like um, things that I've learned from you, Lisa, like the infrared saunas. I mean, I cannot believe how much better I feel when I go to those, when I go do a sauna treatment, it is like amazing, you know, and even just sitting in the sun, 
once I've, now that I've done the infrared saunas and I sit in the sun, it's like, I'm noticing the same things. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I can feel the same uh, sensations in my body that probably were there before, but I didn't realize it. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't tuning in and focusing. So, you know, it's just, and we, I, I just want to say one other thing there in the last several years in a few of my communities that I'm in, there have been some amazing healers that we've lost from physical things, cancers and things like that. And um, some of the people I know very personally didn't really take care of themselves very well. You know what I mean? And it's easy to get in that mindset. We, I mean, I hate to say it as a male versus female, but I think there is a belief system in our society with women that we are the caregivers and we need to take care of people. And, you know, it, it's, um, I hope that that's changing for these new generations that they're realizing that they need to take care of themselves first from the get-go, not learning it after the fact, like some of us, but, um, you know, we have, we have an important role here in the world. And just like with, like what Cheryl said with the oxygen mask, if we're not here, we can't help anybody. So our goal is to help people. And, you know, like Claire said, it's our responsibility. We have to do this. So. Well, and we, and, we don't want to die young. I mean, right. there are many psychics and healers who leave the planet and yeah. I would like to be in the group that is more in the biohacking community where we live to some crazy long age of 111 or something. And, um, that's not going to happen. Um, if I'm eating ice cream and even if it's coconut milk ice cream. <laughs> and I also want to say that I also want to enjoy the life we have on this planet and be able to, um, walk on my own and laugh and go out and things like that as I age. And um, if we take on too much now, younger, not just not take care of our physical bodies, but not if we take on too much energetically too, our physical bodies will not also not be able to handle, handle it. So then we're fighting that and um and as you said tend to not also take care of ourselves physically because we're taking on too much energetically we're also not going to be able to enjoy life as much as we can as we age and not just in the moment when you're stressed out and doing too much and letting time go by and not being able to laugh or forgetting to um maybe you know, if you have young children, laugh with your child and play, or if you, you know, miss a wedding or something, you know what the life moment things, because you were too busy. Um, but also you have the stress and you're not getting outside to play yourself or go, you know, walk barefoot in the grass or hug a tree or something like that, or, go, <laughs> you know, something random. Um, my point being, as we age, we need to enjoy it and we don't want to be um, crippled. And I say this in a way just because my mom 
died younger than she should have probably was not able to do the things she enjoyed because she didn't take care of her body. And um, as a community, I want all of us to be able to, as we age, to be able to enjoy it, to laugh, to have fun, to see the joy in our world and um, to just be able to get out and do that. And now as we not take on too much of other people's energies and bring in our own energy and focus it, we'll be able to, um, I don't know the right word. I was going to say expand. That's not the right word. Be freer. Mm -hmm. And our bodies and ourself will be able to just live and it'll be, um, it'll be good. And I just wanted to say that because um, a lot of this um, taking out everybody's energy and not being able to let it go and also taking on too much ourselves, it wears us down. And as we age, it, it really is not good. So when you see a lot of older people and not old, not elderly, I'm talking 50, 60 year old people who cannot walk, who are, a lot of them are um, morbidly obese and um, have a lot of chronic illnesses. A lot of that wasn't just because they didn't take care of their bodies. Um, some of it's because they took on too much too. Taking care of other people took on too much stress and energy when they were younger and it just, you know, it was too much. So that was my rant. I want us all to enjoy life and laugh and have fun. Well, isn't that our purpose for being here yeah. is to, is to find joy and love. I mean, you know, and, and I think it's important because, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about the physical body and that is so important. But I also think one thing that I've been really working on is the mental and the emotional quotient mm -hmm. part of it too. And like being in your app, Lisa, and, and, you know, thinking about nonviolence and, and compassion, that's like it initially when I was really thinking about how that applies to my life and where that is, my focus was on me being compassionate and nonviolent with other people. And then one day I was hearing, like, somehow I went into the observer mode with my brain and I'm like, oh my God, like, you are being so violent with yourself and so not compassionate, like in that self speak. And so, you know, they go hand in hand. Like, you yes. know, I've had a really emotional week the last week because we had a celebration of life for a young person. And, you know, I had French fries like maybe two or three times because I was out and it's what it's all I wanted. Like, and I was like, literally, if I have to eat another salad, I might throw it at somebody. You know what I mean? Like just in this moment, it's like I needed comfort. And so, so I sat there and I had a little conversation in my head and I'm like, I will let myself order these fries. But if you eat them, are you going to beat yourself up after right. for a long time? Or are you going to be thankful for them and receive them with gratitude and enjoy them? be in joy with these fries. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So I did it and then moved on. You know what I mean? Right. 
I didn't. And that's enjoying life. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, and it's not like that wasn't giving myself permission. Oh, now you can eat junk every day. No, you know, but it's like in that moment, we, we need to know where we're at. And like I said, I just needed, I needed that, like, you know, there's just times that we need that food to give us like a hug from the inside. And I didn't eat like, you know, massive French fries, right. I ate like 10, but you know, anyway, so I think it's in, I think we got to think about the whole person when we're focusing our energy and yes. that compassion and um, nonviolence, you know, I think we can, we can be super hard on ourselves, and we don't realize it sometimes. So we still have the, the, the tapes from our childhood, a lot of us in our heads yes. too, about that. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of that harshness comes from that um, totally. with the French fries and the ice cream. And I think a lot of us, especially on this, in this community, we know and we're and we're working very hard to be to eat the right things and to be healthy. It's those tapes that tell us you cannot have those fries ever again. Yeah. Yeah. And but you can. And we know we're not going to eat them every day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We just need to love yeah. ourselves more. Because we're all Absolutely. good. We're good. We are, and we're, we're all doing the are. And we're all doing the best we can. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and we're all and beautiful. We're, yeah. I mean, we really, are. we are. This uh, sparks. So this past week, so, you know, for those of you who haven't watched my vlog, I've gained like 17 pounds in since 2020, um, you know, like in the last year because I've been sitting here on YouTube right? yeah. <laughs> outside. Let's face it. That's a lot of it. Um, but that's been really hard for me because, um, you know, I lost a hundred pounds in the last decade and I did a lot of inner work around that. It wasn't like I went on a diet, like I changed my entire lifestyle and some of that was to survive and to heal. And so, I was like under the gun. And the more that I've learned about my body and what it needs and how to support it, I'm not under the gun. I don't have those symptoms anymore. Thank goodness. I mean, I'm grateful for that. But I've really been struggling with, you know, this idea of food addiction and my weight and, you know, why am I just still carrying this crap on my body? Like, why is this still an issue. Like how much more shadow work can I do? How much more exercise can I do? I don't eat wheat. I don't eat dairy. I have 22 food allergies. I manage like, come on, like what's the deal. And so I did a meditation a few, it's just a few days ago. It's real fresh. And these incredible beings been working with a lot of ultra terrestrials came in, in the meditation, they came and um, they told me that I didn't feel safe. Oh, and for some reason, this is making me emotional. For some, So they said that I didn't feel safe. And so I eat to feel secure. I eat to feel like I'm safe, that I have abundance. Like it's really linked to my financial energy too. Like when I don't feel like I have abundance or I'm, you know, working a lot for very little, you know, I, I tend to eat. And I can't say I'm an overeater. I just eat 
the wrong things. So I'm going to eat the gluten-free pancakes and muffins, and I'm going to eat, you know, the hamburger with the gluten-free bun, you know, but it's still a burger and fries, right? Like it's still those things. And so they, they did some work with me and, and did some work with my heart chakra. And it was really potent, you know, about it. You're safe. Like you don't have to do this anymore. And so we'll see what manifests from that. Cause that's really new. So I don't think it's integrated in my system yet, but what you guys are bringing up and about being violent with yourself, you know, we do take on a lot, especially as healers. And I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for what we take on because we don't even know what we're taking on because I have lucid, I have lucid dreams. I mean, I have them every night, but like the last couple of weeks, I've had people in the community, people I know, people that have been on my show in my dreams and I'm helping them and talking to them and doing things with them. So that's like a Mac ton of energy that I'm taking on. That's not even like people coming into an office or getting on a zoom call. So we have, we have all this energy we're taking on all the time. And, you know, just like you're saying, giving yourself permission to like enjoy something good, even if it's not healthy, is also giving ourselves permission to like give ourselves space and say, listen, I've taken on too much. Like this is, I need some space and some time. And, you know, I did that this month and let it be a lesson to everyone because it's taken me the whole month and I still have a very long to-do list. But I, but what's happened is in, in working on getting organized and catching up and all that feels good, but it's also the realization of how much I actually took on. I hadn't taken inventory of all of that until I stopped and really looked at what I was taking on and what I want to continue doing. And so I think those pulse checks, those mindfulness practices is getting present with yourself is really, um, you know, it's important. I love everybody's comments too. Um, struggling to get healthy with food for sure. Um, PJ says, I was told we also want to taste the sweetness of life when we self-medicate with food for sure. And the sweetness of life, not being able to enjoy the sweetness of life is the manifestation of diabetes too. So that's something for everybody to realize is like, that's the struggle, right? That a lot of us end up having. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's about compassion with ourselves like we've been talking the whole time, like I said earlier, you know, we want to do it all. We want to make the change all in one big thing, but it's those small things. You pick the one or two things that are the most important that we want to focus our energy. And then we've got to do it with kindness, you know, and compassion because that's how we raise the vibration and the frequency. We do it. We start with us, right? We can't, it can't just be about us helping everybody else to do it. So, yeah. And Lisa, I appreciate it here first. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you for sharing that about the safety, because I think that is a common feeling with healers is not feeling safe, you know, because because we're not really there's not a lot of education about it. I mean, we didn't grow up 
all of us who have had this, you know, connection with the spiritual realm from the time we were born, it's not like we went to school and had a class on how to do it or that it was normal or that, you know what I mean? It was, it's just kind of been this thing that we've done in spite of it being very different and whatever. And so I think there's a level of not feeling safe, you know, and with time and I mean, just being being open to this, these other realms. It's all just like, you know, there's levels of not feeling safe within it, but we're the only ones who can make our, who can allow ourselves to feel safe, right? That doesn't come from outside of us. It doesn't come from the food. It doesn't come from the money. It doesn't come from the house, the friends, and you know, any of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that, remember that you, it is your body. It is your energy. It is you. So um, nobody else, you have to give permission for anybody to have any sort of control over you in any way. So take back that, that sovereignty of yourself, your being in all ways and love that. I mean, just hug yourself, basically, because um, you, it's yours. You're, you're, you are yours. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, um, you, you are the only one that has control over that and start owning that because, um, you don't have to allow anybody else, their energy or anything to come in. And it's gonna, it can be a process. It can be a relearning experience, <laughs> but you can control it. And you can say, nope, I'm not allowing anything else to come in. I'm me, just me. And this is it. And I'm going to own it. Hmm. Yeah. You're so good, Cheryl. So Love good. That. Before we close, because it's already been an hour, I feel like this conversation, maybe we should do this again soon because I feel like we could continue this conversation. It's really powerful with the three of us. Um, I did want to share with everybody, you know, we had the full moon yesterday and I did pull up Schumann Resonance and it's 62 today. (laughs) It's a super pink moon too. That could be why I was up at 1230 this morning and have been slept. So if you guys are having a lot of intense energy or you couldn't sleep, or I know some of you guys, I know Carrie was sharing, she had relatives visiting her in the night, Um, whatever you're feeling, you could also feel the opposite. You could feel really fatigued too, or, or irritable or frenetic. Um, 62 is high. I mean, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty decent spike in Schumann. So just FYI for everybody out there. And um, just a reminder, if you're not in the Ajatakasa app, you're missing out, dude, like get in there, download it. It's on Apple, Google, web, doesn't matter. Ajatakasa.com. You can just search Ajatakasa in your app store. Um, But I'm all for continuing this conversation in the Buddhist biohacker forum. Um, so I'll post something here today and we can keep talking about this. Cause it seems like we've gone all over. We went started with social media and we're <laughs> talking about food addiction. So we really needed to talk. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. ladies want to share where everybody can find you? 
Yeah, I can. I am at my website, coloradoherbalist.com. And um, I am also on the Ajata Casa app. Um, I have a page on there, Colorado Herbalist. And I am on Instagram, Colorado at Colorado Herbalist. And um, I think that's it. I, forget, I don't think I forgot anything. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I am Michelle Snelling, obviously, and you can find me on the Ajata Costa app. I have a page called Practicality and Magic. And um, I'm on Instagram at, at Michelle Snelling, Michelle with one L, Snelling with two. Um, you can also find me on my website, michellesnelling.com. Awesome. And YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel. Oh, oh I do yeah. too. <laughs> I do too. Yes. Please subscribe to both yeah. Michelle Snellings and the Colorado Herbalist um, YouTube channels. And yes. um, if you haven't subscribed to Buddhist Biohacker, please do that as well. And again, we'll see you guys in Ajata Casa. I am back this afternoon at 1 p.m. here on Buddhist Biohacker with Delisa Hawking and Nikki Allen. And we are going to be um, sharing mediumship information from Princess Diana and Al Capone and a few other characters. So it should be a fun afternoon. I'll Nikki connect with her. I know. And Nikki's funny. So, you know, uh, not that Delisa isn't either, but Nikki's a hoot. So I'm Yeah. Oh, I love her. She's yeah. hilarious. She's <laughs> really funny. Might have wet my pants a little bit with her. She cracks me up. She Sorry. is really funny. No, she is. So I'm excited about <laughs> that this afternoon. Oh. <laughs> and um, so I will be back for that. And then I do believe I also Buddhist biohacker. We have um, our diamond beauty, Krista Pashonik is going to be with us on Thursday afternoon. So that's what we have lined yeah. up for the rest of the week. And thank you to all the members of the YouTube channel. Um, our space circles will be announced soon for those of you who are members on the channel for the Starseed membership. And Michelle and Cheryl, I love you both so very much. And thank you for doing this today. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I love it. And thank you, Cheryl, for great. being here. Yes, Thanks, everybody, thank for joining. Thanks, everybody. Bye.